0: Good morning. It is September 14th. It is sunny and not too hot here in New York City, and this is your InDigity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. The state of Florida is directly countermanding the CDC's advice to get the newest COVID booster shot, as Governor Ron DeSantis's crackpot Surgeon General, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, announced that his health department is advising against the vaccines. In recent weeks, NBC News notes, DeSantis' presidential campaign has used the issues of COVID and vaccines to attack former President Donald Trump, under whose administration the mRNA vaccines were developed. Trump continues to lead DeSantis by wide margins in most public polls, the story adds. On the front of the New York Times, the lead news story remains the Libyan flooding. The official death toll has not risen beyond yesterday's 5,300 or so, but the estimates of the ultimate count are now ranging between 10,000 and 20,000. Two more dams in the region, on top of the two that already burst, remain under serious strain. Elsewhere on page one, Eric Ulrich, the former building commissioner for New York Mayor Eric Adams, was arraigned yesterday on bribery charges. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, the Times reports, said he collected more than $150,000 worth of bribes, including Mets season tickets, a custom suit, a painting by an apprentice of Salvador Dali, and cash for gambling. There's something perfectly Erika about the apprentice part. Also the part where the Times reports that the defendant arrived at court carrying a copy of Bill O'Reilly's book, Killing Jesus, A History. The indictments against Ulrich and other associates, the Times reports portray Mr. Ulrich as a one-stop fixer who, after rising to the highest levels of municipal government, reached into more than a half-dozen agencies to expedite restaurant and building inspections, assist with licensing problems, and arrange jobs and raises. He also hosted a fundraiser for the mayor. Nevertheless, the mayor has not been implicated in this particular scandal. Mitt Romney announced yesterday that he will retire from the Senate at the end of his current term, rather than seeking re-election in 2024, as part of the rollout of reporter McKay Coppins' upcoming Romney biography, or else McKay Coppins announced his new book as part of the rollout of Romney's retirement. Either way, the junior senator from Utah dumped thousands and thousands of pages of diaries and documents on his biographer, and reportedly talked at length naming names about the deceit and hypocrisy of his colleagues and their contempt behind closed doors for Donald Trump, all of which, if passed as any precedent, will only lead to even more cringing submission to Trump on their parts. Congratulations to Mitt Romney for getting out in a way that will allow people with extremely short memories to claim that he did it with his dignity intact. A police dog in Chester County, Pennsylvania, caught the escaped convicted murderer Danilo Cavalcante, who'd broken out of prison nearly two weeks ago. While on the run, he had acquired a rifle and a Philadelphia Eagles sweatshirt. Times architecture critic Michael Kimmelman gives a rave review to the brand new Pearlman Performing Arts Center in Lower Manhattan. Its facade, made up of thousands of half-inch-thick, richly-veined marble panels that are sandwiched between whisperingly thin sheets of glass, lights up like a lantern at night, Kimmelin writes, its white stone turns amber, and chandeliers in the towering corridor hugging the center's curtain wall cast the silhouettes of milling theater-goers onto the glowing marble, summoning the neighborhood back to life. Sounds better than the Oculus, but when will John Wick kill somebody there? That's the news. Thank you for listening, please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going, and we will talk again tomorrow.